Hey guys, what's up? Um, I wanted to do another healing episode because I have been going through some growth. Um, that is not the rainbows and sunshine side of healing. It's the part that's hard. When they say that sometimes healing is harder than being in the abusive relationship, uh, they're, they're telling you the truth. And I'm kind of, kind of reminded of that the last few days. So, um, a lot of people ask me now that I've come out into the open about what happened. Um, and I think, you know, I think a lot of people are shocked that I put up with it and that I actually went through that. But, um, a lot of people have asked me now that I've come into the open, um, you know, would I take it back? Would I take that relationship and that part of my life back if I could? And if you asked me that six months ago, or maybe even three months ago, um, I would have said, absolutely. I wouldn't wish this on anyone and you know, it isn't fair that type of relationship. Um, and those things are true. I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone and it isn't fair, but I'm at a place now where I actually don't think I would take it back. Um, even at the level of discomfort that I'm in right now, I've had some unexpected triggers in the last couple of weeks and a particularly rough last few shifts during my clinicals. Um, at nursing school. So when I'm, when I'm this anxious, um, it's really hard for me to do as good of a job as I normally would with a clear, relaxed headspace. And, you know, it's like a domino effect. It's like I, you know, the rapid heartbeat starts, um, your mind kind of goes somewhere else. You're trying to fight it off. And, you know, when you're trying to fight it off, it's hard to concentrate. You can't remember things. And then, you know, when I start to not perform as well, my negative inner voice, you know, it, it came back and it still comes back from time to time. But yesterday I had a shift and by the end of my shift, it was, it was screaming at me and leaving me feeling really incompetent and defeated. Um, that positive inner voice I've learned to become close with, um, left the building for a little bit and I had to find her again. And, you know, the worst part of it is all I heard on my drive home was, my ex telling me I'm nothing. I'm not going to amount to anything. I'm stupid. Um, you know, all this stuff that he used to think about me and say to me. But in the moment, I lost track of this being a trauma response and thought it was just me and that the negative narrative, you know, was the truth about how my day went. So it was not good. Um, 
in a lot of the literature and material on, on this type of abuse, um, you know, the psychological abuse, uh, gaslighting, uh, breaking someone down, you know, all that fun stuff we go through. Um, they say, they say don't play the game of love with a person with these tendencies, with narcissistic tendencies, malignant narcissistic tendencies. Some narcissistic tendencies are healthy. Um, but when it's malignant narcissism, they say, do not, you know, play the game of love with these people because you will always lose. Well, I think it kind of depends on how you look at it. And I actually don't necessarily like that. I don't like that statement. Um, I beg to differ. And I'm, I'm going to argue that during this episode. Because even though, you know, I think they define winning as you guys staying together. Or them changing and being nice to you. Yeah, I guess that's one way of winning. But for me... I feel that I won because, you know, after going through that relationship, it brought me to a place where I feel like I'm going to be a better person because of it. I feel like if I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I actually, even though it's uncomfortable, really like where I'm at in life right now. So... I feel that I've won, even though I'm dealing with all this crappy stuff I'm describing to you guys. Um, if I had not met this man and gone through the, you know, the psychological abuse and the toxic relationship I had with him, which was by far like the most severe abuse I've experienced in my um, colorful life experiences. You know, I would not have gained the realization I had lost myself so long before him. And that I needed to find myself again. I needed to become friends with myself again. And love myself again. And I honest to God hadn't done that in the capacity that I needed to since I was a little girl. I don't know that I ever had. So I needed to form a new narrative about me to me. When someone is abusive to you, it makes you feel worthless. And the more you hear negative things about you from someone you love and you value, the more you start believing it. And eventually during this experience with him, it completely took over for a period of time, and I believed him. I was kind of half and half growing up around my parents and some of the other people in my life that were that way to me. But with him, it, it, it his negativity towards me and his, you know, um, reinforcement of, of my negative voice really took over. So what do I mean by that exactly? Um... You know, like I said before him, I did struggle with depression and anxiety and, you know, I'm finding out um, probably a little bit of PTSD with childhood and adolescent trauma that I actually didn't know was trauma before. And the more I think about it and the more I learn about myself in this recovery process, the more I understand 
that these symptoms are actually a direct product of my environment, right? They actually aren't part of me as a person. I wasn't born with them. I grew up in abuse. I grew up with alcoholic parents. I married someone who struggled with substance abuse and other um, rather unfavorable tendencies that hurt me. I was always in the danger zone in life. That became my normal in this world. Um, so I kind of just kept the momentum going and, you know, ended up with this individual. But until I got myself into this bad of a situation and before I got this curious and kind of craved the trauma bonding I was missing when, you know, my life was becoming more settled down, um, as I was divorcing, you know, I became a little bored, I think. But until I, until I went through this last experience, I did not understand that the root of my symptoms, you know, were my environment. Um, they always felt like labels to me. So, uh, like many other people do, I hit them. And I got into a career helping others drowning in these symptoms because I knew I could help them because I get it. Um, so until him, I, I didn't understand the root of my problem was, you know, it was lack of self-love, lack of self-compassion, a really harsh negative inner voice that I thought I was just stuck with. That was all me. That was just how my brain was. That's just how life was. Um, I didn't understand the toxic relationships I've experienced created that harsh, mean inner critic that said things like, you know, um, when I was when I was a teenager, they would say things like, "You deserve to be hungry. You ate too much yesterday. You have no self control." So you can go hungry today. Um, that boy didn't like you because you're not skinny enough. You got beat out by that other girl. He picked that other girl because you didn't try hard enough. You got cheated on because you are not good enough. Right? These are the things I started hearing when I was with my last guy. Uh, you got abandoned because you are not good enough. Your dad abandoned you because you are not good enough. Um, so yesterday when I was leaving the hospital feeling incompetent and discouraged, my, my, my inner narrative kind of was saying, you're not going to graduate. You are not good enough to be a nurse. You couldn't answer the questions when the instructors were grilling you. You're not cut out for this. Uh, better get your shit together before you flunk out. So, until I got home and had a come to Jesus with myself, um, and talked to my godmom and some friends to help me realize I was... I was back in that cycle again with, you know, with the negative self. I didn't, 
I didn't realize it was actually his voice rearing its ugly head again. Um, you know, these are, these are some things he definitely said to me when we were together, um, out of jealousy, I think, but he was not real encouraging to me, um, with nursing especially. So, um, so with that being said, I will tell you something very, very important. The human mind is not born that way. Okay, that's not really normal. Uh, if your inner voice sounds like that, it's because it's been in a really harmful environment. Let me tell you something else. None of it was your fault. I had to learn to forgive myself. And that was, you know, that was hard. Um, I was blaming myself for things in my environment that were out of my control. I was blaming myself for the abuse my whole life. And until it got so extreme and so loud to where I finally heard it for what it was, I, I believed abandonment, deceit, being lied to, being taken advantage of, being cheated on, feeling depressed, feeling anxious, feeling worthless. I believed all of those things were my fault. Other people's behavior towards me was my fault. That's called internalizing. You can't change people. They have to want to change themselves. What you can do is change your environment and water yourself and grow. So how have I done that? Well, so far, understanding all of that stuff I just explained and educating myself has really helped. Um, when your rational mind knows a little more than your emotional mind, it tends to battle a little harder. And in a lot of situations lately, it's won for me. And my anxiety and negativity went away for a long time. Um, but now that it's flaring up again, I... I actually feel like I still won again, even though it really didn't feel like it yesterday. I feel like I won because I came home and I cried. I called my friends and told them the truth without any shame. I wanted to call them and and tell them and tell them what happened. Whereas before I felt the need to hide it. I knew they would be accepting and, and that they could help me, right? I trusted them. So I have gained trust back to be vulnerable with other human beings again. That is a really huge accomplishment. I went to my teacher when I was feeling overwhelmed. Um, I couldn't calm down, and instead of continuing to hide it, I spoke up to her. Um, 
She doesn't know about my history with domestic abuse. I'm still not uh, comfortable to come out with that, um, which I need to work on. But I told her, you know, basically that I needed guidance and I needed I needed a 15 minute break to calm down. And she was she was understanding. Um, I made a counseling appointment stat. And here's where I really know I did better than before. I didn't go to a boy's house. I always used to do that. Always. I didn't want to. I actually had no desire to alter the extremely uncomfortable state I was in in an unhealthy coping mechanism. I laid in my bed by myself, came up with a plan to study everything I fucked up on during my shift yesterday. I went to my online support groups for encouragement and understanding. I wasn't afraid to feel what I was feeling and say it out loud and ask for help in a healthy manner. And I felt zero shame asking for help. Um, and I knew in my heart I was going to get better if I practiced self-care instead of those unhealthy coping mechanisms. I chose myself over toxic behavior. So today my inner voice is still a little shaky. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I still don't feel completely 100 today. Uh, I know I can't. I know I can't stay like that at work. That's not an option. I'm a nurse. Um, but today, my inner voice told me, you know, not to let this get the best of me. Uh, this is normal for what I've been through. Um, and I had a good friend tell me that too. That was actually very helpful. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. I am not incompetent. I actually will become more competent through this hard experience because when my patient down the road, when I'm in psychiatric nursing where I want to be, comes to me and they are having the same symptoms, I'll know exactly how to help them in the best way possible because I had to help myself out of it firsthand. And I feel like that's a gift in a way, even though it's really hard for me to go through. So I have to get back to studying the most interesting stuff ever. Med surge nursing. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, I just wanted to pause and share that with you guys. I know how hard it is and how weak you can feel sometimes after this type of abuse, but you're not weak. You're just growing big and strong, and there are a lot of people walking around who struggle and are scared to ask for help and are beating the shit out of themselves daily trying to be up to par with someone's never-ending demands, um, belittling, and, you know, possibly even the abuse we went through. Um, I used to be one of them, and that's not me anymore. 
And I hope those people still struggling join me in leaving that type of life behind. Um, so I have to thank my experience in a way for showing me, you know, it was time for all these changes I just talked about. So no, I wouldn't take it back. All right, guys, much love till next time.